As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What is up, everybody? We are back for one final episode of Bears Blurs in Belgium. Back here with Will. What's up, Will? I haven't uh, talked to you. I haven't seen you in a while. Just good just to see your face, man. Yeah, definitely the last What's time I saw on? your face was, uh, was the last time we did this, so... Yeah, no, dude, we're we're the least trustworthy podcast of all time. Oh yeah, no, we said, uh, yeah, we said it'd be like you know every other week or so, you know, and it's it's, it's been a while, but we've both been a good busy and uh, definitely wanted to get this one out there um, to uh, send us off into the summer, and then we we'll be back in the fall a little more uh, professional. Yeah, pretty side. much just lying to the listeners every every week saying, yeah. oh, hey. Yeah, like we, we try. We do try. It's not yeah. for a lack of effort. Like I I just say talk about the fall there and like the listeners have no reason to believe what I'm saying at all. But you know. <laughs> uh stay tuned though. Stay tuned. We we won't have to deal with the uh professional basketball in Europe, college basketball in Chicago. Uh you know, mix-ups yeah, that we have. Differences and such. It, it's not good. It's not a good lineup as far as schedules. But uh, how are you, man? You, you you finish your season in that time? Yeah, yeah. We got a, we got a good episode today. We got a lot to recap. It's almost better to kind of take a little break and then we could talk about just a bunch of stuff. You yeah. know, so we got some good stuff. We'll talk about the end of the season. We'll talk about a little bit of the off season. We'll talk about. Um, Will's got some some stuff lined up. He's got, he wants to talk a little soccer. Oh um, gosh, I, I just want to address. I'm going to address right. some soccer. That's good. We're talk a lot of blurs. A lot of blurs. We got summer workouts and stuff coming up. I'm going to mm-hmm. be up on campus there these these next couple of weeks. I think Lucas is back in town, so got a lot of stuff to catch up on. And uh, hope you guys enjoy it. All right, sounds good. We'll get in.
Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports development, including this year's basketball championship finals, the NHL hockey conference finals, Major League Baseball, and the latest fighting news, and next season's early NFL features. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get the bonus and get into the action. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, Grant, last time we talked, you were just uh, getting ready for the postseason. We kind of explained, um, maybe not fully about the B-next playoffs and, and everything that took place with that. Pretty much unexplainable. No, yeah, no. It makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> so, uh, you guys lost that that first series, um, and then dropped down, and then you played more games because of that, and made it into June, I believe. So, just talk about that experience and uh, you know playoffs in Europe, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's my first my first experience out there in the playoffs. Um, you know, my first first year is done. My first mm-hmm. year is is in the books. It feels good to to get that one kind of off your, off your back, off your chest, you know, just kind of go out there and kind of experience something new, experience something different. And, uh, you know, I, I think I did pretty well. I think we, I learned a lot. Um, it was great living out there, um, with Jess and, and towards the end of the year on my own. Um, so it was, it was just a, a good time. And in the playoffs, we, we just, the whole season, we're just up and down up and down too much and, and in the playoffs I mean we beat the teams we should have beat but we never really beat the teams that that uh we felt we could can compete with so it, it was uh that was definitely frustrating um our last series was against uh grown again and Dante Dante's got our number this year man he, he played really well in those games but the first game we went out to their place and got shackled by like <laughs> I mean, it was a shackling by like uh, 34, 35. And then on the flip side at our place, we won by 14. But, I mean, we had to win by 35 to advance. Mm-hmm. You know, it was almost impossible. So, um, so yeah, the season, I guess, I mean, we had sold off. We had sold off our point guard. We, we had, you know, done a, done a lot of stuff. So, um you know, it was a, it was an up and down season for the Giants. I'll say that. Yeah, it definitely mid season coaching change. I know you guys hired someone come up next season. Um, what about Antwerp? I mean, what's what's your uh, first year impressions after that? Like looking yeah. back now that you're in America. Yeah, we had a couple uh, mailbag questions about that um, that we'll that we'll get to, but I can I guess I can just answer it. Um, I really liked it out there. I really did. Um, I felt it was a good city. It wasn't wasn't too big where I felt like I couldn't like get to everything, but it wasn't so small where it was like you know there's nothing to do. Mm-hmm. So you know I, I think it was a it was definitely a good spot for my first year. Um, I like that a lot of people spoke English there, um, mm-hmm. and that made it kind of easier if if it were somewhere where English wasn't as you know. Uh, common that maybe it would have been tougher but i would have managed either way um but yeah i, I liked it there i liked the the public transit system was great i was able to get around 
Um, was able to do some cool stuff. The food there was great. Um, a lot of, a lot of different types of food. A lot of, a lot of appreciation for some food. Like, um, not a whole lot of like. I went out to like a for the finals last night. I went to like a bar. You know, whatever it was, and uh, just different types of foods, man. Like, you know, they I don't know. They don't have pulled pork sandwiches over there. You know? <laughs> Just smothered in BBQ and stuff. Maybe they do. Maybe they do. But I haven't seen that. How how often do you get a, a pulled pork sandwich, cut? No, no. I was just like this menu that I was. Oh, looking, last night. Last yeah. night I was yeah. looking through. I was like, God damn, it's like six pages long, seven pages long at this place. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, you know, I, I don't know if they got half of this stuff out out in in Antwerp or in Europe. So. Um, that that's a little bit of a difference and and I think like I had a small fridge out there so I was always kind of doing like I n- rarely did any frozen foods you know because my freezer wasn't that big and I would just get fresh stuff and like now I come back to America and it's like the freezer section is like the size of Gentile <laughs> Arena <Okay>. yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's that's good. All right. I also saw like, your uh, your return to the freezer section in Europe is, or at least where I was at, was like two or three rows. No, yeah, you, you discussed this the first your first okay. week over there. That was like that was big for you. That's that's funny. All right. Well, so I I saw you made your return to American Duncan. How was how is that? Oh man, it's uh, you know. From being over there, all they do is espresso. I mean, they do have filtered yeah. coffees. We've talked about this as well. Yeah, you like, got macchiatos and stuff. Now back when I just get like a regular caramel iced coffee from Dunkin', it's like not as strong as I want it to be. Oh, uh, that's, that's funny. It's weak. It's weak. Yeah, so no, been, for sure. Yeah, I've been either doing lattes from Dunkin'. Okay. By the way, by the way, okay, I, before I left, I would go to Dunkin', get a large caramel iced coffee with just cream, no no sugar. How much was it? Oh, yeah. No, this is true. How so, much was it? Well, it was hold on. Three, it depends on the time. Well, we're going yeah. to get, get to that. Yeah. This is not within the correct hours. Okay. This is at ten o'clock in the morning. Yeah, so it's like prime time. It was like above three dollars, but now it's like three sixty. Yeah. And now it's what? It's like four thirty or something. Four, yeah, four oh eight. Where I am. Okay. Four oh eight. No, it got to the point where I was just I I was waiting at two p.m. two two twenty two. Just bullshit, man. (laughs) So then now you got to wait till two to get a coffee. For two bucks, I know it's, it's a not, genius, which is a not, genius marketing strategy by Dunkin'. Yeah, it's but. prices, the stock market, it's it's Dunkin' coffee. That's that's where you can see the, the state we're at. Yeah, these days. <laughs> and uh, I, you know, I never been this guy before. I never wanted to be this guy, but I've been going to Starbucks lately. Oh my gosh! And you know how I feel about that. So it's almost I that mean, almost kind of pains me to say on this on this. Uh, on this podcast. All right. So I understand that for like, you know, more like legit coffee, but like if you're going to talk about the price and then you're, why, why Starbucks? 
Well, Starbucks is the same price now. Okay. Uh, For a regular uh, coffee. Regular like caramel or vanilla iced coffee from Starbucks is four bucks. It's like four or something. Yeah. It's might be a little less like uh, I don't know what do they measure that in fluid ounces. It might be ounce, yeah. whatever it is. It might be a couple fluid ounces less. Yeah. Like, Dunkin' Cup is big, but you definitely are getting like less sugar, less straight up sugar, in like a sure. Starbucks coffee. Yeah. yeah. All right. And I had a latte from Starbucks the other day, and it was damn good. I mean, <laughs> this, is, this is screwed up, man. This is really yeah. screwed up. All right. Um, anything Anything else for Belgium or your return to America, or you just want to? Yeah, uh, we'll, 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 we'll get those. We'll get those in the in the mailbag, I guess. Yeah, yeah, we gotta have a lot of a lot of segments. But uh, I'm actually back in town now for uh, for like two three months. I'm, uh, you know, working out, lifting, doing that type of stuff, kind of getting my body. Uh, it's a long season, man. It's a long season over there. Ten, ten, ten months is a lot of games, a lot of practices, a lot of. I mean, sometimes we'd have a, we'd not have a game for two weeks and just have practice straight two weeks. So that that was always those times were were tough, but always good to you know get better and and kind of you know, work on your game a little bit, but, uh, yeah, now I'm back in town working out in the Chicagoland area, kind of doing my thing. So yeah, I'm actually running a camp this year as well. I guess mm-hmm. we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and everything. So I'm excited, excited to be back in town and, uh, yeah. All right. I guess I'll quickly catch up. I want to address some things. Uh, What's gone on with me personally in the in the last since we last talked? First of all, obviously, Let's hear it. graduation was pretty awesome. Um, I guess our it's graduating basketball class this year. What? What's your degree again? It's in history okay. and computer science. Which people were asking me is that like BA, BS? I'm pretty sure it's BA. I haven't actually seen the physical diploma yet, but uh, yeah. So I got my diploma in my room. I should also say minor in social legal studies don't know how that comes up in a resume looking situation but uh if you put on your resume that right yeah how do they know that you actually got that <laughs> i'm actually just wondering your your, your diploma you, you have your oh, do you very... bring your diploma to no the no but come on like if they're if they ask you about it i i shouldn't be the one you're asking about this because i'm you know, not, I've never had a real job in my, my life, really, besides what basketball. I'm getting at is, why do they give you the diploma? Because it's, it's validation of something, of okay. an important accomplishment. Okay, so there's that. that. That was cool. Got to see some friends and professors I haven't seen in a while. And uh, Demizi, Ted Shields, and Grant Radel. Uh, the four of us were the graduating basketball classes here, and Braden, you know, Braden is, is, is graduated, but he just he didn't care. He's got two more years of school. Yeah, I was up on campus the other day, and I was like, "You graduated, Braden?" I stayed with Braden. He was like, "You graduated?" He's like, "Yeah, I graduated last year." I was like, "What the hell?" Yeah, he just he, no, he didn't attend the ceremony or anything. Which you know, he he loves loyal, but he, he he got back home, and then he came back early to get some work in. So. I didn't attend yeah, the ceremony cool. either to my grade. Well, well they didn't have one. Yeah. They had online. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you graduated. Oh, yeah. I should also, since we last talked, uh, the footage was released of our 
match against the women's team. So, Crut, you're aware this match has been in in works for for years now. Yeah, about, it's a little pissed off. Thing. I couldn't be there. Yeah. So, so a uh, couple of things. Got to shout out. You know, two of our personal friends, Bailey Faulkner and Demi Paris, four time champs. All right, we played the four time champs of the Valley four straight. Pretty solid. You know, we we're, we're a little uh, nervous going in. I hear Lucas can't play because you know they they got pro bodies and everything. Uh, we we're also missing Braden. I think you would have You've been. I've never a, seen Lucas coach. play soccer before. So yeah, I don't I don't, I, I don't know if Lucas is gonna play regardless. Uh, no, he'll be, he he play football, so he'd step out there and uh, you know, help us out a little bit. So he was our coach, and so was Keith, who's a legitimate coach now. So yep. yeah, man, we uh we got up three zero. And we just, we just ran out of gas, mostly in celebrations. I ran around the track, and then I went the length of field, ran off. I got to say, I was wearing my, my, my Converse, my Chuck Taylors. I thought that was a win-win situation. If I got some buckets with them, like, you know, it looks dope. And if not, I'd say I was wearing Chuck Taylors. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, that, that was rough. That was rough. I, I, I think I'm going to blame it on two things. I'm blaming it on coaching. I think we should have parked the bus up 3-0. That's unacceptable that we ran. You know, obviously a couple couple weeks after the season, more than that, and uh, we ran out of gas. And also, I mean, we had the Gatorade Player of the Year on our team. And I'm not going to throw any shade, but if like that's going to happen again, he's going to have to give more of a, a contribution. He's going to have to prove himself. Yeah. Yeah, we 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 were we were a little disappointed, our guy Tom. Please not listen to this because there could be some bad blood. I, I hope he does. I hope he does. You saw us say that you know bad blood. <laughs> they got us that day. I, I love Tom Welch, man, but I'm gonna hold him accountable. All right, accountability's love. You're and a truth teller in your life. He just he didn't bring it that day. All right. So, the, the, the that's what I have to say on that. And so, like they recorded that for like the Goldies, and I don't know. It's just funny they. Eventually posted. I'm not on TikTok. Are you on TikTok? I am not. They, I got sent it to me a couple weeks later by like a friend from home, and it like Loyola posted it, and I had like six hundred thousand views or something, a bunch of likes, and wow. a couple other people have posted. So that's funny. But yeah, that's nice. Um, and then another kind of funny moment. We talked about our Cubs mishap on Loyola night. Got to go back up a couple hours before the game. Um. Coach Valentine, uh, his daughter Hayden had an allergic reaction, so he had to rush home and, and take care of her and make sure everything was all right. So me and Tate, like, are they still going to let us up there? I don't know. Um, and I should say Hay- Hayden is totally fine now, and that, that was a huge relief. We, we were pretty worried even during that. We, we weren't sure at that time. But, uh, yeah, Tate and I, man, we we're not the best voices. I think we gave good effort. I'm a little disappointed we posted. How many years? did you have before that a respectable amount i mean i i don't think it took away Give from the number the six seven around there around there <laughs> i uh i went to the cubs game too with uh with moser and billy b and jake and some other guys and i was talking with billy b oh. and he was like yeah man you know i took tate and will to the cubs game and I just hope they didn't get too wasted so that they could sing the seventh inning stretch. 
So I had I had practice the first time in, in April. It was raining the whole way, and I'm like, there's no way this is actually going to happen. Like, we're not going to get to the seventh inning. Sure enough, we got up there, and I did have too many beers at that point in time, and I was like, oh. That's what he said. He was- <laughs> so, so, yeah, the second time around, I was a little more, I was a little more, uh, I don't know. In, in in a good place, so yeah. <laughs> when, yeah. You went to the the nineteen fourteen club. Yeah, that that's yeah. also a huge bonus. Live, yeah. Living the high life. Yeah, I went. I got to go in there with with coach, and he, he was like, uh, I don't know. We were at a. We went to like Rizzo's before the game, and he was like, "Hey, Crut, you ever you ever been in the nineteen fourteen club?" I said, "No, coach, no, I haven't, man." He, he, he was he was in his element down there. He man. was in his element. All right, so I just want—I also want to say, dude, we posted like the TV version, and it only like picks up the sound in our microphones. But that was an awesome game where it was seven-seven. Cubs want to run, and the crowd was into it. So I have—I have a good copy of like the crowd version, man. It it was awesome. It really worked out pretty well. Um, What did you say? Isn't aren't you supposed to say like after like let's get some runs or something? Yeah, I said, let's get some runs. So, yeah. Did they, did good. the Cubs end up winning that day? Yeah, one and zero undefeated. Bring me back. All right. Yeah. Um. Okay. I guess that's that's a a good uh, a good place for me. Um. For you, you uh, you got to get out to what the you know the the facility this week. What did uh, you get to see there? What what can you tell us about it? Yeah, well, we did this little thing on Monday um, with Coach. I went to the game on, I think, yeah, it was Monday. Um, So I I just wanted to stay up at Loyola because I didn't want to drive down there and didn't want to try to park in Wrigley and stuff. So I just stayed up with with Braden. Nice. And um, I went to one of their, their workouts. I didn't didn't participate. Just went up there and watched. Uh, it was good to see, you know, Bill, Corey, saw Dave, uh, mm-hmm. saw saw everybody, saw all the coaches, London, Drew, all those guys. Um, you know, there's a lot of new faces up there, man. There's a yeah. lot of new faces up there, and I think, um, you know, I think they're ready for it. Though I think Coach is ready for it, Drew, and um, all all the guys, and even some of the returners are, are ready for it, and. Um, it's just kind of like it's just kind of a I don't know how to really say it like a rebirth like a re yeah you know kind of getting everyone else um, up to speed. I know uh, Jamero Wilson. I played AAU with him. I know I've mentioned that before, but um, you know he's a really good guy, really good. Uh, I think he's going to be a really good fit defensive wise. Um, you know we kind of lost a lot defensively. I mean Lucas obviously, but guys like Ahir and, and Tate. And Keith, also, man. And Keith, they were also, but like, just as far as like, here is what, 6'6, six, 6'7, six, six, yeah. 225. Big, big defenders. Like, big, big defenders. Tate could guard, you know, one through one through four. Yeah. Um, and this, he's kind of like that. Uh, Marrow is, is yeah. his nickname. Um, he's kind of like that, a tall, lanky defender who can kind of guard multiple positions. So, yeah, that's something we definitely like had a luxury of as a mid-major for sure is having you know big wing defenders that were as versatile as those three guys for you know 
four years in Lucas's five years in Lucas's case. Geez, so four years in the in the here's case and three for for Tate. I mean, you don't see that. That's so important to to be able to have guys that are are versatile and can switch and and everything. So, so yeah, um, you know what? What I have to say on that, like, man, (laughs) I wish I. I didn't get to meet all these guys. I, I like you know the past couple of years. You know everyone before they get you know to campus first day. But obviously the three freshmen, uh, the three scholarship freshmen, I should say, uh, they couldn't have traditional visits. I like shaking up with the, all of them and everything. But they didn't get have traditional visits on campus because of COVID. And then obviously the transfers. Not all of them were there when I was there, and I was actually sick during a pretty big visit. For a couple of the guys, so I didn't get to meet really any of them at all. But uh, definitely, I, I did get to watch an open gym with um, with Phil. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, they're gonna be uh, they're gonna be in good shape, man. Yeah, no, I uh, I was up there. They were, the the workout I went to, they didn't play offense at all. It was all gold squad on offense, all nice. defensive, you know, positioning and stuff. And that's where you got to start. That's where you got to yeah. start building the the building blocks and, and uh, getting guys up to speed and everything. So um, those guys are in for a good summer. I know it's only been maybe two, three weeks. So, um, yeah. Yeah, so let's talk about that a little bit. I don't think people haven't talked about the summer at all. I, I hope people understand the amount of work that goes in, you know, five days a week during the summer. It's, 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 it's a job for sure. Um, and these guys are getting back to camp too, three weeks out of the year, I believe three weeks out of the summer. So yeah, next uh, week, next week and the week after are, uh, are the camp days. They're only doing two this year, um, mm-hmm. but I'm actually coming, I'm actually going down there and uh, helping, helping uh, coach out okay. in London. And uh, I'm actually kind of, going to be not running it but kind of uh more than just a a grunt worker you gotcha. know you know so um <laughs> if and actually gentile is closed right now so the, that's how they're shaving the floor the whole camp is just going to be uh an alpha wow. so and that'll be sure, that'll surely be, the, the, they'll run over to uh to the no, wreck no, we've only got like uh, eighty kids or so. They said only. Uh, I mean, that's still a good amount. Yeah. But uh, they probably so don't yeah, mind that. It might might just be all in Alfie, which might be way easier. You know, be able to keep track of people more. Um, just not that we lose people, but you know, kids running to Hallis, kids running around the. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's a it's a matter of containment, man. Sometimes yeah. it's fun. So, um, but yeah, this year should be a little bit, a little bit easier. But yeah, those guys. I mean, usually camp is from nine to three. Yeah. Uh, the guys lift at seven. Then you know camp ends at three, and we it's either an open gym, uh, a workout, shooting, something like that. So um, that, that those these next couple of weeks are definitely going to be tough. I mean, every week is tough up there. I mean, they go five days a week. Um, Lifting, shooting, open gym, or lifting, shooting, and workouts, and workout. that's the other thing too. With the uh, overseas trip, they have ten full practices, I believe. So that's that's gonna add on to. Yeah, the yeah. They actually told me um, that 
they're going to get like July 1st through the 10th off to be able to go home. Oh, that's really nice because they, they won't be able to later. Yeah, because yeah. then in August, instead of going home in August before school, they're going to use those 10 practices and then they're going to they're going to Oh, they're 10 practices then. Okay. That's intense, but good for Drew Let, letting them go home. It is kind of stink sometimes when you just you spend all year up there pretty much besides a couple of weeks here and there. All right, Kurt, speaking of camps, you want to talk to us about uh, your camp now? Yeah, yeah. I've uh, So I'm helping out with uh, Loyola Kids Camp this week. And then uh, in August, August, the first week of August, August 1st through the 4th, I'm actually running uh, my own camp out in uh, Barrington, Canland Sportsplex. Um, and I, I, it's going to be a really cool experience. It's going to be a really cool experience. I got uh, a couple couple professional guys from the area that are come going to come by and help me out. Um, Kendale McCollum, Amanze Ekakeze, um, a couple local guys, Larkin High School, Huntley High School, guys that I competed against, uh, guys that had success. Um, at Lewis, Kendall went to Lewis and Parkside. Um, Amanze went to Belmont. So, um, yeah, just some local guys from the area that that are that are professionals now, and I kind of want to, you know, get involved with the youth here and and teach them, you know, anything I can, anything that those guys can teach them. And then uh, my brother will be involved, Conrad. Um, he's been coaching for eight or nine years now. I also played Division One basketball, so. Um, yeah, it's going to be a really cool thing. Uh, I got some cool stuff lined up for for some giveaways and such, and uh, you know I'm going to be working with Haas. They're going to maybe give give some gear away. Awesome. Um, going to be working with uh, this DPC digital player card um, type thing. I don't know if you I posted about it yesterday, yeah, but I saw that. Yeah. so like pretty much kids are going to be able to to come to camp and create their own kind of NFT. <laughs> Or thing, I don't know, something cool, you know, you don't really yeah. have anything like that around, um, you know, instead of like a, a ball, a camp ball or something, okay. um, or like, a, everyone's going to get a jersey and, and maybe some Haas, some Haas swag, but even like, just be able to have something from the camp, either it's a picture with me or it's a picture of them or a video, you, we can do videos, okay. of them, you know, shooting, shooting or an action shot, something like that. Okay. Uh, with That's their cool. like uh with some with some info about them and things and I don't know maybe it's something you keep you keep around and and uh, just have for a while so yeah that that stuff is kind of above my my pay grade yeah, but I mean, honestly, cool. it's, it's above mine too I, I just uh, these guys reached out um they they wanted to work with people who are running camps and uh, I said you know I what did. it's not really uh can't hurt you know we're, we're offering yeah. an option if you want it you want it if you don't uh you don't but I, I think it's a cool thing to kind of we talk about like uh owning your moment type type of thing like <clears throat> you're going to this camp and uh you know you want to want to have that memory for a while so um get a get an nft card man I yeah got i got a question for you so can talk a little bit about skill development at least in the post you did what do you what types of things would you uh advertise your campers will improve on yeah well i think i I want it to be real i want it to be a real experience i don't want it to just be busy work busy drill work you know sure large dribble stuff yeah like like, yeah yeah. i mean i I want it to be more i'm gonna you know create some groups of kids and, and hopefully have it no more than 
eight or or nine kids at max in a group. Yeah. Um, being able to work in small groups with with guys like myself, Kendale, Amanze, Conrad, um, and I still have a couple other guys, um, depending on the numbers that I, I could, you know, bring in. So um, just working with with them on not necessarily. Um, you know, post work, more just like situational stuff, being able to read screens. I think that's so important nowadays, like um, shooting, being able Mm -hmm. to work on your shot, being knowing what you need to improve on is always, you know, because in this, in this four day camp, right. um, You know, four days is not enough, Mm -hmm. you know, to, to, to build and be the best basketball player you can be, but you can learn a lot of stuff at this camp that you can take with you to then improve your game over time. I mean, I can't run a a month long camp, you know? (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I want to, you know, teach people, teach kids what, what, uh, what's right, what's wrong, you know, how to respect the game, how to, you know, go about your business. And and also we're going to have some fun. We're going to compete. We're going to have the hot shot competition. That's a, that's a staple. Um, we're going to do uh, league play. We might do some knockout. We might we might play some knockout for some prizes. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so I, it'll be a good way to, to, to kind of connect with the community, with the younger generation. And, uh, you know, since COVID and everything, you know, people, these, these camps kind of got put on hold. And yeah. It'll be good to, to get back in the gym and hopefully we get a, we get a good turnout and, uh you know, kids are kids are ready to work. This is not going to be um, like a, I don't know. This is going to be a competitive camp. It's going to be fun. It's going to be competitive. But you know, you got to be come ready to work. You know, so come ready to get better. All right, Kurt, I'm I'm pretty impressed. That's that was a very, you know, adult, you know, legit answer, man. Uh, that de- definitely. Well, thank you, Will. Yeah, definitely. If you guys know anyone in like Northwest suburbs or. Um, you know, yeah, just this Chicagoland uh, area, get them out. Um, right now it's, it's sixth through eighth grade yeah. and high school. Um, yeah. but I don't know why it's been tough to get some high school kids. I mean, they, I know <clears throat> high school kids got a lot going on and stuff, but, um, if I don't start to see some numbers go up in the high school, I may have to cut that and change it to, the grades below. Yeah, grade school, third through fifth yeah. or, okay. or so. So we'll, well yeah. see. We'll see. Um, it's only been out for a couple of weeks, so hopefully, you know, maybe some people will, will, will sign up here and, and get going for that high school camp or else we might have to switch it up. But right now that's where it stands. All right. That, that, that's dope, man. Congrats. All right. Um, I guess I, I should say – I would, I would definitely be there, help you out, uh, and you know, experience that if I could. Um, I'll speak to that a little bit now. So, we're recording this on Friday, the seventeenth. So, this episode is coming out on the twentieth on Monday. So, at this point, whenever is listening to this, um, the rest of my summer, I'm working a summer camp in New York. So, heading out there, going to be pretty off the grid, I guess, a little bit. Um, so that's the main reason we can't do this podcast. I don't think it'll be good to be a, a break. It's kind of low and loyal to basketball and bears for sure. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. And, uh, I'll be back in August. That's right around the time. Crut is going to be heading back overseas and the team will be, uh, headed to France. So we've discussed, uh, 
you know, plans for that. I think that's about the time we'll come back with the podcast, you know, especially with bears coming in, going over there. And, uh, we've, uh, we've singled out our, uh, Loyola France trip correspondent, Mr. Uh, Braden Norris, number four point guard. Yeah, we have to get him on. Captain. One yeah. On. Yeah. Like we'll figure <laughs> out if, if he wants to, uh, find a way to, uh, either talk to us, while he's there or as soon as he gets back. But I uh, definitely want to hear about how that trip goes. I, I'm, I'm already thinking about stuff I'm going to ask him about, not only about the trip, but uh, I want to know about the team, man. I'm an, I'm an outsider now. Got to yep. hear about it. my role. <laughs> so, uh, so, so it'll be cool. So do you think uh, that's going to line up for you at all? I know Paris isn't too far from, from Antwerp. I, I know you've kind of talked a little bit about that, if you're going to make it out there or not. We'll see. We'll see. It's it's far away right now, so you got to just yeah, for you sure. just kind of play it by ear. But, uh, yeah, that'd be, that'd be super cool to get out there. And uh, that's, that's definitely excited for them. It'll, it'll be a great trip, I'm sure, and they're going to be playing some uh, some pro teams, man, some 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 big guys. So yep. it'll be good. All right. Um, we put out a little uh, mailbag questions this week. And got got a good response rate. Not gonna lie, we're not gonna be able to get to all of them. So so thank you if you asked someone and uh, we don't get it. A um, couple of them we've kind of answered already throughout the podcast. But uh, I think to start, let's go kind of a basic one. But I, this is a good answer. I think we've spoken to this. Our uh, intro music producer, Mr. Nick Hoffman, asked. Favorite music artists, bands, songs to work out slash warm up to. So let's let's think more like workout. Correct. We all know you have a very eclectic, wide ranging musical taste. What are what do you listen to pregame, man? I don't really know the answer to this totally. No, I don't even know the answer. <laughs> uh, just I don't know. I just hit shuffle and see what comes on. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like on the bus ride, sometimes I got a little sleep playlist that I'll play to fall asleep. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm not like a big like a hype music type guy. I just like good music, I guess. Um, I'm more of like a chill, relaxed, listen to music type guy rather than like have music pump me up. But when I'm lifting and stuff, the rap, I mean, future, I like future a lot. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Just just hit shuffle and see what see what comes up. What about you? Yeah, I'm definitely like that's. I'd say I have pretty you know wide ranging musical taste as well. But uh, that point, you know, like you know, heading into a game. Obviously, I don't have headphones on the court <laughs> uh, before a game anymore. But like walking to the arena, and then second half of my career, I kind of got the ox court in the locker room. Um, yeah especially this year just about every time so that point you know a little mix up of like hip-hop that's the stuff that's coming out right now but i always will go back to some 808s and heartbreak some old kanye that's you know separate I'm separate saying. the artist from the art um <clears throat> but uh that and then a staple which i've been doing this from high school for some reason the ox cord in high school too is ridiculous um that was for like the arena and Always, always, even even this year, which I'd like to say we've had a ridiculously great home uh, home record. Always about like an hour before, uh, more than that, an hour before tip off. Freaking uh, 
Phil Collins, man. Oh yeah. Gotta gotta drop it in the air tonight. I, you know, Baker Mayfield. There's that video of him hitting the drums. I've been doing that for years, man. Whenever, whenever he started that. Uh, but I think the first couple times it did, like especially this year, it you know it didn't get a whole lot of love. But by the end, you know, it got everyone going. So I also got to say, shout out C.J. Rivers. I don't think you knew this. Uh, we'd like we had a, like a beatbox we'd bring around throughout the year, and like whenever like Drew like ended like a post game like breakdown in the in the locker room, immediately like beat drops and, and, and CJ's on it. Um, and he'd do that like right before games too. Like if we're waiting around the tunnel and stuff, that was, that was a great addition to the team. So, oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, that's, uh, thanks for the question, Nick. Um, credit. I know your teammate asked you a, a, a ton of questions. You got, you got any, any good ones from, from your yeah, guy? My, my buddy, Elvar Fredrickson. Elvar. He doesn't listen to this podcast. No. <laughs> yeah, every time I ask some questions, he asks for some questions. He asks about 10. Yeah. But most of them are jokes. But he said <clears throat> something along the lines of, are you playing in the TBT uh-huh. this year? Um, and uh, no, no, I'm not. We were going to have a little Loyola team, but um, – it's a long season, man. I don't really want to play more organized basketball than I have to. Um, it's just a long season. I want to focus on getting better. Focus on getting getting uh, you know back into it and stuff. And uh, you know, I, I, and plus I'm running this camp from the first to the fourth. And if and if we kept advancing, um, mm-hmm. they would overlap. So I, I wouldn't be able to if we made it to the semis or something. It would overlap and. Um, yeah, it's, it's tough to kind of get everyone on board um, to play. I know a couple guys were on board, a couple guys weren't. So I've been asked to play on a, a lot of teams. Yeah. But no, no, I'm not going to play. Um, it's, it's close to the season. You could get hurt or something. So, mm-hmm. uh, and plus, you know, there's only one winner. You know, there's only yeah. one team that gets all the money. So they need to, if they want to expand, they need to divvy that out a little better so um all right but i know we were close last summer you weren't gonna play because you were entering your rookie year but like come on if we get a true loyal team one of these teams we get one of these times we gotta we gotta play there will be a summer and you know there's got to be a summer where we say you know what this is the summer we're gonna do it we're pumping more and more pro ramblers out every year like let's just uh we're gonna well, that's the thing. Like, you know, when we get Lucas and Ahir and, and those guys, um, I don't know. No one else is playing, right? But those two. This year? Like, uh, this year. So, so Schwieger, I think, definitely might. Um, I, and then, uh, yeah, obviously this year some of those uh, grad guys, those transfers might. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> We gotta say with Lucas, man. We haven't we haven't said this yet. So obviously everyone's seen all the workouts he's done. Um, and all right, before we get to Lucas, I hear hometown hero just getting buckets in in Edmonton, man. That's it's. Oh, yeah. I love to see that. I saw it's game winning three, a couple dunks here and there. That's got to be awesome for him. Um, I should say like he, he he has a really good situation there. He can leave for like the G League or any type of NBA workouts 
um, that's in this contract. And it's, it's like a whole summer thing. So it's not, he's not going to be there through the winter, but, uh, that's a great setup for him. I, I'm really happy for him. He gets to spend more time with his family. Um, so definitely, definitely keeping, uh, keep following him. But, uh, Lucas, man, I think what it's 15 workouts now. He's got the bulls. We're recording this Friday. He's working out with them tomorrow. Um, I reposted a graphic of all the teams he's worked out for. And I almost said June, what, 23rd? Yeah, June 23rd, everyone tune in. I don't want to put that pressure on. I'm just saying this. But I would definitely be tuning in to the, to the end of the draft that night. And, uh, you know, it's a win-win. If, if he doesn't uh, doesn't get drafted by a team, he'll, uh, he'll be able to pick from from a couple for sure. So, uh yeah, yeah, I think I'm, uh, I think because we have the same agent, I think we're gonna both go over to 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 our agent's house and uh, you know have a little kind of a draft party and everything. Yeah. So it'll be good to to reconnect. Yeah, if he doesn't get drafted, he has to do a little Fred Van Vliet. You know, starts now. Everyone's doubting me, so yeah, uh, I, I'm sure some loyal people won't love the Fred Van Vliet love, but come on, he's awesome. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, you got anything else, my guy? No, I'm good. I just want to, you know, say thank you to all the listeners. You know, this is season one is in the books. Like you said, like you guys know, we're going to be taking a little break um, here for the summer. Will's got a, a summer camp. He's working out in New York. Uh, I've got workouts and stuff here. So, um, you know, hopefully we're going to be able to re- reconnect um we will be reconnecting in august and uh you know we'll have some good content the bears will be starting back up i'm excited for that and um yeah we're gonna we're gonna we'll be able to get more ramblers on now like because you know what we you know we would use you as you know kind of the guy who knew what was going on but now we're gonna be able to get some some different guys on and and i've kind of said it on there like um on here i should say like part of the reason we didn't have as much of my teammates on is I would never want anything they said on here to be like used against them in any way. Cause that's just how it happens sometimes and just throwing that pressure, but Hey, you know, I'm a, uh, and that, that was just being super cautionary. So um, I definitely uh, have a different approach to it now. And like, you know, I'm obviously we're going to be super positive about all those guys, but, uh, but yeah, we're, we can be a little more, more free with it now. So um sure. it'll be fun yeah I'm, I'm excited for that all right boss well uh this has been presented by bet online it's been it's been a good year and uh we'll we'll see everyone in the fall go blurs go blurs see you guys thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.